Hello and welcome. This is the Push, Record, and Run Shallot Records Podcast, Episode 9. Today we have on members from the Lincoln Band, Peachy, uh, Sophia Spire, the front woman, lead vocalist, and social media coordinator, and Colton Welsh, the lead guitarist, primary songwriter, and sort of self-proclaimed band director. Uh, Peachy has been gaining steam in the last year. Uh, they're a five-piece pop rock band that's really been taken uh, the Lincoln scene by storm, so we're really happy to have them in the studio. Uh, this jam you're listening to at the moment was recorded post-conversation uh, with yours truly, Hunter, on the bass, Gage Shively on the drums, and uh, Colton shredding on that lead guitar. It's quite something. Uh, again, this was recorded in the Shallot studio, all live, with eight mics. Uh, if you're interested in recording um, digital or analog or by any means, you know, four-track cassette, please hit us up, let us know. We want to get you down here in the studio. We want to show you what we're all about. And, you know, as we always say, we want to make your, uh, your vision the passion of Shallot Records. So let's sit back and listen to this jam for a second. So I hope you enjoyed that jam with Peachy, uh, mainly Colton. Um, one thing you should know about this podcast is it's the first one we were where we were all wearing masks. So uh, pardon a few of uh, the muted mics in this one. Um, and we had five people on, and I used a mic that I probably shouldn't have. So um, bear bear with bear with it. There's a little bit of feedback and uh, a little bit of weird stuff going on, but. Here's Peachy on the Push, Record, and Run Shallot Records okay. podcast. Enjoy. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, guys, how how's practice how's practice been for you? I mean, it seems like you guys have only gotten back together, uh, from my understanding, practicing in the last few weeks. Yeah. Um, just here recently, but it's been pretty good because we're running a lot of the the set we've had written for the past year, and jumping back into it. Uh, haven't seen Seth or Kayla since, you know, back in April. Yeah. April, May or so of sorts. And, yeah, we just kind of, like, hit the ground running, took off where we left off. Right. Okay. I know I know that Seth was uh, kind of up in the air as to whether or not he was still going to play with <laughs> you guys. <but> <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fair. How's it been with the new members? 
Oh, it's been good. They're so great. Like, it was kind of sad when we had to say goodbye to Ben, which mm. Ben was our first drummer, Ben Layton. Ben is a legend. Yes, <laughs> we love Ben. But he just had a busy schedule, and things weren't really working out um, just for him to be in the band at the moment. And obviously no hard feelings or anything. We miss him a lot. Mm. But when we were trying to find a new drummer, that was a little stressful because... We had shows planned, and we mm. had about, what, like a month or something yeah. to figure out a new drummer That's before rough. then. And I was actually at a show at the Bay, I want to say, and I went up to Seth, and I was like, hey, I was just curious if you like knew of any drummers that were available and interested in being in a band and (laughs) peachy and he was like well actually i would be really interested and i was like okay like hell yeah and so i went to colton and then we talked about it and we had him over a couple weeks later and everything went so smoothly and here we are yeah he's a great fit yeah awesome awesome. and he's so like happy to be doing it too like he's always expressing how happy he is to be part of it and stuff so it's great and kayla's awesome too how did we even bring Kayla into the band? Do you remember? Well, I originally brought Ben on to play guitar. Yeah, yes. Was the thing. And then as time went on, he was like, I'd rather play drums because who wants to play in like different keys and stuff like that? <laughs> <laughs> and so it was the next week or so after Ben moved on to drums. I was like, okay, we need a guitarist. I ran into Kayla at Guitar Center. And I had known Kayla for a while because she played at Great Plains Fest um, the summer beforehand. And it just kind of clicked then and then. I was like, oh, yeah, Kayla would be Kayla would be a good fit. Who all Ta- did she play with before? She played with her own band that she fronts, uh, Motel Citizens. Oh, cool. So I saw them play at the festival and thought, wow, these guys are wicked good. And they'd only been playing a few shows up until that point. And so, yeah, rest is history. <laughs> does she see Peachy as, a, as more of a side project for her, uh, you know, considering that she fronts her own band? or I, I don't know. She seems to, you know, she has a lot of ability to write her own guitar parts for Peachy and yeah. takes full ability of that. So That's awesome. I guess that's really for her to decide. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. She well, she's kind of settled into her yeah. role, though. Yeah. Yeah. I would say at first it seemed like, I mean, we approached it more as like, you know, this is potentially something that we could do if she has the time for it. But she did express that she had these other projects that she was working on because she's also been playing for uh, Griff Octopus as well. Mm. And um, Good stuff. Yeah. That's a And so when uh, we approached her about Peachy, you know, it was like no pressure. Like, I, we know you have a lot going on. Yeah. And we kind of just took it at that to like see if we could make it work with our schedules and she ended up really meshing well with us and things were going really well and um then it definitely became more serious like yeah like you're a part of the band and like this is a permanent thing that's so cool they seem like they have so much good stuff to offer to the band i'm excited to see when you all can finally get on stage together y'all seem like y'all have the energy so once you're on stage Mm -hmm. it'll it'll rock i'm excited for that thank you yeah man is it, I mean, it seems probably the reason why you guys took so long to practice was, well, first of all, COVID and, you know, like, 
people not wanting to be around each other, but also mm-hmm. you, you have five members, you yeah. know, which is a lot, you know? Yeah, that's one of the big apprehensions, just showing up at someone's basement, like, five strong. Yeah. It's like, oh, we don't know, you know. We all, you know, work these jobs and service industry and aren't around a lot of other people and go back to our families and stuff. So it's, yeah, there's, there's a weird apprehension about meeting up and having practice. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you, you bring all of the songs to Peachy for the most part. Yeah. Okay. I guess you could say that. I was going to ask, like, what's your guys' writing process like? Okay. Um, so I, I, I guess I call myself band director, but we, we do put a lot individually creatively into it. I don't have complete creative control and I wouldn't want complete control of it. Mm -hmm. Anywho, because usually that leads to kind of a stale experience in my experience. So I'll start with lyrics and a riff or chord progression. And then from there, I'll make some sort of vocal melody. But since I'm writing for Sophia to sing, you know, it's it's pitched up a lot more because I can't (laughs) sing in the register. Sophia does. Yeah, yeah. So from there, um, I guess I lay out a skeleton of songs. But then Sophia will go and experiment around with her own cadence and melody and all that jazz. And then Brayden, who plays bass, knows all there is to, you know, about bass and does his own thing. Kayla does her own lead parts and adds her own stuff. And Seth, of course, makes his own drums and all that. So <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, I'll lay down a song, but as a group, we put it all together. Yeah. It seems like you guys have a a group of people who have their own own propensity towards one specific instrument, and then they sort of settle into that group. Like, Mm -hmm. everybody plays the instrument that they're the best at. Um, and I've never been in a band like that, <laughs> which is <laughs> yeah. it's hard, man, because, you know, it, it's so tempting for everybody to just switch around to a different instrument. Uh, basically, all the bands that I've been in are a bunch of friends of mine who all try to be the best at every instrument in the <laughs> band that they possibly can. There's one that they are the best at, but it's way better when it's in your sort of situation oh, yeah. where you have everybody playing their best instrument. At least it seems that way. Yeah, no, you yeah. definitely hit the nail on the head i don't know a thing about playing bass or drums or singing <laughs> properly <laughs> i can't remember do you guys have a ba- uh, backing vocalist for for sophia or do you do you all just kind of i mean kayla does some doesn't she yeah well um it kind of depends on the song or what we want to do with it i guess um there are some songs where it's mostly just me some songs where Colton will sing with me in certain parts. We, we've been working on a lot of different harmonizing, experimenting with that whole realm between the two of us, which has been really interesting. And um, Kayla as well has been uh, recently doing more vocals in the band as well. Um, but as like an, an official backup vocalist, probably, um, well, Colton's been doing it the whole yeah, time. I'd say I'm the backup yeah. vocalist, which is actually kind of funny because yeah. in the early days the idea was i was going to be singing these songs and sophia would do harmonies there's a lot of inspiration <laughs> coming from pine it's, grove where oh, Evan oh, Stevens yeah. Hall, male vocalist and then they had a nandy 
forget her last name, doing a bunch of harmonies on all these songs. Yeah. And I realized early on that Sophia is a much, much more talented singer. We <laughs> 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 kind of swapped roles, and it, it really stuck and yeah. worked out for us. It's been, it's been good. It's been great. Yeah, and it's been fun tackling these songs with the idea of writing for someone else to sing them. Yeah. It's yeah. an interesting mindset to change yeah. from like writing things that you're going to sing versus writing things that somebody else is going to sing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But it's a good skill to have, especially in the music industry where writing songs is such a prominent like money-making thing that you could do, you know, yeah. you could do that for many, many people. Oh yeah. Have you guys done much recording with anybody? Not at all. Not at all. Mm-mm. Okay. Do you record by yourself? Do you have like a home setup? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's very uh, very homebrew. Yeah. Usually, a lot of these recordings are just on phones. For sure. Yeah. Do you come up with the uh, guitar harmonies? Uh, I mean, I mean, you must have an idea when you're writing a specific chord progression of what the harmonies are kind of going to sound like. Um, do you do you use a looper? Oh yes, I love my little ditto looper. Hell I yeah, man. use it a lot in practice and in writing. And it's kind of funny because I hate carrying my gear back and forth between my home, practice space, and then we also practice at Seth's place. Mm. So three different places. <laughs> so I'll just take my looper off the board oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and take that with me <laughs> to and from. Do you have just the little one? Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. You can just stuff that in your pocket. Yep. I should get like a belt clip for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got a looper holster. Like, I'm ready to loop. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> they used to make belt clip guitar pedals oh really back in the 70s oh you know tom, tom i'm wearing my boston shirt i wasn't even thinking about it when i'm bringing this up but tom schultz of boston used to make uh his own gear he, mm-hmm. he worked for polaroid and so he was he was like a computer scientist and he he developed a lot of his own gear and one of them a lot of them were just clip it on your belt they just clip on your belt so he just smack his waist whenever he wanted to put on some distortion or, like, make his guitar sound like a spaceship or something. That's some sick. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. I think that should be our next avenue put it, of choice. Yes. <laughs> put it right on my butt and just slap ass. Yes. Yes. Slap <laughs> ass with that. Even better. <laughs> so, oh, sorry. You were going to say something. What's it like being in a band with your brother? Oh, it's the best. Mm-hmm. I've only ever been in bands with my brother. Oh, That's nice. That's awesome. So, um... Yeah, it's it's hard to have band feuds when it's family, you know? Sure. Yeah. Or sure. I guess it could be the other way around. I've seen so many bands that are family fight, like Oasis. Uh, <laughs> they were family? Yeah. <laughs> but being with in a band with my brother, is it seems we kind of have like this like sibling telepathy. Sure. I love that. And after, you know, growing up together for the past 21 years, 20, yeah. 20 <laughs> yeah. years, and then playing music together for... 27 years yeah. <laughs> half that time we've definitely gotten a feel for like each other and how he plays and how i play and how we kind of mesh together that way that's, that's awesome. so and he's my best friend so oh, hell yeah. <laughs> do you guys have high hopes that you guys will reach a point where you'll be very successful together or do you think it'll turn into solo stuff once you guys get yeah paid? the idea has always been the duo nice so I, I don't know if i could really see us doing our own projects without having, you know, a, our oh, own yeah. like, main That's great. You guys work better together. as a pair. Oh, yeah. Dynamic duo. Exactly. Yeah. When yeah. did you start playing your consecutive instruments? 
So I started, we started playing at the same age. I started around 11. He started around 11. I'm two and a half years older than him, though. Yeah. So in that time, we've been playing our instruments together for about a decade. Damn. 11 years. Damn. years. Wow. That's tight. Since we were young. Did you have a jam room when you were younger? Of sorts. <laughs> Bray has always been a shy player growing up, though. So it wasn't until, you know... We both kind of like actually had a feel for the instrument, yeah. And playing in band settings for with like school and jazz band and stuff like that, that it was like even an idea that like, oh yeah, we can, we can do stuff together now, right? Yeah, <laughs> crazy. Exactly. Was there anyone like in high school or, or middle school that you guys used to jam with, or was was there not really much until you got to this point? No, there was a lot of there was a lot of people in high school. It was kind of odd how. I think we were all part of like the guitar hero generation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where come high school and we're playing in jazz band and pep band and stuff. There was so many guitarists, so many drummers, and then there was only a few bassists. Wait, where did yeah. you go to high school then? I went to Southeast. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, we went to the same high school actually, but we didn't know each other in high school. Because <laughs> you were, well, Colton was a senior when I was a freshman. And we never crossed paths or anything, of course. I mean, we went to a school of, like, over 2,000 people. <laughs> and just, yeah, ended up crossing paths much later. Well, I'm but, glad you guys did. Yeah. <laughs> what was that like, the approach of y'all joining forces? Well, I don't know. That's actually kind of a funny story, which involves you, Gage. Because um, do you remember when we... Um, we're looking at starting a band. Oh, yeah. It's me, you, and Elena. Yeah. Yeah, and we invited Colton over to your house. Oh, yeah. And that he was shredded when, it. <laughs> yeah, that was when we first met Colton because we were talking to him about forming a band with us. Mm-hmm. And from then, we knew each other, but we didn't really keep in touch for, like, the six months after that when our schedules just didn't work out and we didn't really continue with that project. It was like um, one practice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one practice project that just didn't ever come to fruition. But um, we still like had each other on social media and everything. And I want to say it was like June of last year, maybe July. Yeah. It was like June or July. You reached out to me and um, proposed this project that you had had in mind i think you like came into my work or yeah, something i came into the mill and <laughs> yeah i it just kind of hit me then and there i had been thinking about reaching out to you beforehand but i stopped in the mill and i was like oh yeah sophia works here well hello <laughs> well by the way <laughs> and you brought it up and there was no name yet uh just like a rough idea but you expressed that you had interest in me joining on as some sort of vocals we didn't really know exactly at the time what that would be because like i said like we said earlier we had talked about um me being more of a background vocalist slash like harmonizing mainly was the idea and um but we started with that started meeting up after that for weekly practices on i want to say it was like every tuesday or something that we started at first and that was at your old house yeah um, we used it was just like me and you sometimes Brayden um, in your bedroom right yeah and we started that last summer in July um, continued practicing weekly and just started writing music and 
progressing further and then played our first show in November of last year. Nice. But that whole time from July to November was just us practicing and when building up the set and getting comfortable with our set. Oh, yeah. When did the name come about and why? Name why so came peachy? about... So we started around July and then it was oh, probably around early September that came up with the name Peachy. And this was after we decided that Sophia should be a main vocalist. And, oh man, it's kind of weird to think about like yeah. the origin of it all. Uh, I think <laughs> I it just kind of came to me. Yeah, it was mainly though. I don't know. Oh, yes. So Bray and I are into this um, kind of funk, disco, hip hop, pop band called Ripe. Mm. And I was thinking of fruit, I think. <laughs> so Peach, Peachy was an idea on the list. And then kind of got to thinking about themes and like how to portray the name and stylize sure. it and the whole like aesthetic. I remember when the, the Instagram page got started for Peachy and you guys had just like aesthetic yes. color <laughs> pictures, you know? <laughs> That was a good yeah. intro. Add some mystique and interest. Yeah, I do have a fascination with like a, a, a pale pink color. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was another thing that it stemmed from was that pale pink color because Colton has this pale pink backpack that he's been using since <laughs> before we met. But yeah, I've had it since about junior year or so. Yeah, and um, I don't know. You mentioned something about your pale pink backpack when we were thinking about the name. You were like, I'm just so fascinated with this color. And then it just kind of stuck. And we kept that same color. Like we first made our profile picture on Instagram and Facebook and everything is that just that pale pink color. And we've thought about changing it and like maybe putting a band photo. But then we just realized that it's just kind of the peachy identity i don't know it's just the pale pink yeah <laughs> that's where it all started and we've just kind of kept it that way to gage and i that'd be just like a grayish white yeah <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what's paper look like yeah <laughs> yeah exactly Dude. yeah and then well back to the, the idea thing i started thinking that this might be a fun venture for like expressing like a feminine side in a kind of way so I started thinking peachy, but instead of the Y ending, making it kind of like an, a nickname with the feminine IE. Oh, yeah. As if it was a name. We were talking like early days, styling it all capital letters. So it's, you know, still masculine yeah. in that sort of way. Yeah. But Bold. Yeah. The more and more we've gone forward is, you know, we'll get on these bills and sets and someone else will make the poster, you know, or mm -hmm. the event on Facebook. And then we end up being peachy, all lowercase, or just with a capital P. And it's just like, uh, yeah. you know, it, it honestly looks fine. So yeah. whatever. Yeah. Nobody knows how to brand you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I in my band, it was a two name band, but everybody kept putting it together mm -hmm. as one for yeah. some reason. I noticed that. I don't know why. Like it's one word. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot about the uh, the style, the aesthetic of, of, of different names and al uh, of band names and albums, like Biba Doobie is oh, all yeah. is all lowercase, oh, yeah. or like the album uh, Igor uh, is all 
uppercase. Every, yeah. every single track is uppercase. And it seems like it's more of a trend these days, and I have no idea why. Just out of nowhere, everybody started to do all lowercase or all uppercase. And I think it might be because we're running out of band names. (laughs) (laughs) At least the good ones. At least the good ones. I'm going to say it's just because Brockhampton did it all caps on, like, all their albums. And then everybody was like, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like the all lowercase gives it that extra depressed vibe yeah. Like, yeah. people are going for I know some people like tweet in all lowercase just to get that extra like mm, across mm-hmm. yeah it's good there's like no caps gang no caps like no cap <laughs> oh so, <my> god <laughs> bottom line is <laughs> I don't think I'd ever do that personally <laughs> just because I don't want, you know, I'd be like, ah, people are going to be like, he's falling into the trend. Yeah. Out of poser, <laughs> you know. Would you punctuate your song names? Like, I'd, no, I'd, I'd punctuate all the song names with the, the right side up question mark and left side up question mark. That's every single song name. <laughs> just a very confusing album. <laughs> You could do it like a Sufjan Stevens, where each song is, or each song name is a whole sentence. Oh yes, yeah, I yeah. love that. <laughs> like thirteen words. Is it Sufjan? Sufjan, Suf, Sufin. I thought I it was like Sufjan. 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 I thought it was Sufjan. But maybe that's my Oops. Americanism. I'm <laughs> Sufjan. Sufjan feels Sufjan, right. Yeah. That does feel right. I I guess I've I've. I keep meaning to get into Sufjan Stevens, but every single person who's a hardcore Sufjan Stevens fan, I don't gel with. I literally only know one song by them, and it makes me sad, but it's only because Peach Pit did a cover of it. (laughs) Did did you make... Wasn't that the Christmas one? Did I make you cry on Christmas Day? That's what uh, it was. Yeah. So good. It makes me cry. I also only know one uh, Sufjan Stevens song, and it's the one that was in some video game. And I, like, <laughs> I liked the trailer because nice. they, they used it for the trailer. Right. Well, I like the two songs from the Call Me By Your Name soundtrack. So yeah. there you go. <laughs> His new album that just came out is pretty good. I haven't. It's like way more electronic. Hunter and I were talking about this the other day. It's way more like electronic pop than anything. I feel like a lot of it definitely still has that like airiness to it that Sufjan just naturally has. Imagine Daft Punk meets Claro. (laughs) 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 They have they have a like a a baby with three fingers. Like that's the. That's the album. That's nice. that's the album. I don't yeah. know what it is about Claro, but like I love their music, but it makes me so sad. No matter what song it is, like every single song, I'm just like, like it's just, I don't know why. Yeah. We've I talked think about I this before, but Clara's an industry plant, so I can't listen to her. What? I listened yeah. to it a lot when I was sad. I think that's why. But maybe it's also just because like she writes sad songs. I don't. Where's your proof? <laughs> My, my proof is she came out of nowhere, played zero shows, and then all of a sudden was top on Spotify, whatever. It's because she top. blew up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It's Suf Jan. Or... Suf Jan. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. My, my brain is so jumbled. I was like thinking, oh, that's a name I can't pronounce. What about this one? Is it Jack Stauber? Stauber. Stauber. Okay, good. I, at yeah. least I had that right. Yeah, he got maybe. really popular because of TikTok. Like, he was yeah. already popular. Mm-hmm. But no, he's, like, blown up a lot. Yeah, in the it's because of that. Months from... uh, 
uh, what is that song? It's like, saddest little yeah. baby in the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that song yeah. too. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that one too. Buttercup got really popular. Yeah. No, that shit's great. I think a lot about uh, Jack Stauber, particularly because he's primarily an, like a visual artist. You know, he does yeah. cartoons and then he made little soundtracks for his cartoons and then started making complete full-length albums out mm-hmm. of these ideas, these little cartoony ideas in his head. Well, damn, he's yeah. a genius. Why he, not? <laughs> he probably just did it all through MIDI instruments on Logic or some shit, you mm, know? So cool. But it's great. It's so good. Sounds like yeah. he's got, oh, like, he's got awesome toys yeah. he got from Goodwill sometimes. Yeah, insanely <laughs> creative, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Uh, oh, shit. He, I, I forgot what I was going to say. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that, shit's, that shit's fucked up. I, I think about it a lot, man. <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. It what? What about no it? Sense. Is fucked up. It's it's fucked up because he's like twenty one. He started making cartoons when he was like in high school, and he got on Adult Swim. What? Just like but like the bumps on Adult Swim. He was like making Dang. cartoon little dumb cartoons. And I, I'm at what age do you have to start doing that to get that good at that point to do that? And then all of it, and then start making albums. Also at a young age, he was making like weird folk shit. He's making like folk albums, and then mm-hmm. and then he just progressed to this point where he's making like cold shower pop. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's, it's so hmm. strange to That's me. Anyone. That brings me to genre. What genre <laughs> do y'all think that you are? That's funny. We were just asked that by um. Uh... Oh shoot! Uh, Jacob, Jacob wrote the laundry room, laundry room live yeah. last week, and yeah. we don't really know. Everyone kind of <laughs> seems to fill in that gap for us. Yeah. yeah, we well, when we first started the band, we and created our Instagram account. I I was like, what should our bio be? Like, I didn't I didn't know what I wanted our bio to be. That's like such a random thing, but it's like what it's hard. what are we supposed to put? for this yeah and originally all i had in our bio was just um i put pop rocks from lincoln nebraska (laughs) and that's still in our bio Um, nice i kept it now i have like all of our names as well and then a link to like one of our live performances from earlier in the year but um so we've had that in our bio for a long time we originally categorized ourselves i guess it's just like generally pop rock but then We've had a lot more people call us like indie rock. We've had like indie pop, like bedroom pop, pop, (laughs) indie pop rock. There was this weird article that was released, and we were just talking about this the other day, and now I can't remember what it said. It was out of nowhere. And I don't know how the person who wrote this article researched us or where they got this information from because it was all. Yeah. There was this article that came out like in a magazine in Omaha. I don't even remember what it was called. Oh, I think I remember this. Yeah, it was all the information and it was just pulled from like random sources. Like there was information pulled from a Daily Nebraskan article about us. There was information pulled from our Instagram. There was information pulled from like different shows that we've played, which just like I don't know what where they got all the information or like how they pulled it all together but there was like one part that was talking about me in like my Winona Ryder glory and I was like what does <laughs> what? that even mean <laughs> I take it as a compliment you yeah. know Winona Ryder is a badass <laughs> well thank you but um 
Yeah, they they categorized us in a really strange way. Yeah, it was like folk dream pop or something like that. Yeah, like, which all right. I've heard that one before. I wouldn't <laughs> say cool. folk dream pop, but I don't know. Indie pop rock is my answer. Indie, That's a hard one. Yeah, something like that. If you had to, if you were banished from indie pop rock and you had to choose an entirely vastly different genre to start making music for as peachy what would it be that was a really hard question food explore genre um probably be what so braid takes a lot of influence from like progressive rock um, yeah progressive like jazz but there's this section of it all that's kind of funky kind of hip-hoppy kind of pop-ish and I think that was kind of an idea going into it that was like, okay, we want to kind of like nail this sound and we haven't quite found it yet. Yeah. Gotten close with a few ideas and a song here and there. But that's definitely where a lot of Braden's influence is coming nice. from. And he's really good at writing music kind of around that, mm-hmm. but not myself. And then being, you know, the person who writes these songs, been, you know, pie in the sky trying to reach that. So maybe maybe something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you listen to much hip hop? Here and there. Um, yeah. But not enough to say that I could you know write a song yeah. <laughs> that incorporates it. Sophia, would you ever rap? I'm not opposed to it. I don't know how good I would be, but um, I think it might be kind of fun. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, who's to say if it won't happen one day, <laughs> Colton? You should write me a hard veto. Yeah. <laughs> you you could go back and forth like Run DMC. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that should cool be really riff. fun. I don't know if it mm-hmm. it kind of come out of left field, especially yeah. you know played our <laughs> slow, sad, romantic song and. Then, Have you know. that be your first single. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That would be really funny, actually. If, you know, we had some just super off the wall genre. We took a stab at, it, and then it just became. Our sensation thing. yeah i was yeah. like oh shoot well i guess that's what we are yeah time to pigeonhole <laughs> <laughs> you could just do a dj call it yeah. thing where like you completely cater to what everybody's listening to you know mm-hmm. to for the first drop yeah. and then go off the creative deep end and just like make all kinds of random shit once people know your name yeah <laughs> sophia when did you figure out you wanted to pursue singing in more of a a band setting well, I I did, so I guess my, like, my passion, I don't know, my passion for singing started in middle school, honestly. I used, I mean, purely from, like, my music classes, and then I started doing choir, like, regularly. I was in, like, all of my middle school's uh, vocal groups. We had a few different small groups, and then... Um, just like I signed up for all the music classes. I was doing it like all the time. I was there before school and after school and I had time during school each day that I was doing music too. And then I continued to do choir in high school just to like gain that experience. In high school, I also did voice lessons for a couple years. I didn't stick with that through all of high school, but, um, and then after I graduated, I didn't I didn't pursue, well, I'm not a music major at UNL. My major is education, um, elementary education. And I didn't really have, like when you're in a program, it's really hard to um, 
if it's not a music program, it's kind of hard to organize your schedule to be able to also participate in music at UNL. Mm -hmm. Like, their schedules are very specific. Like, we only practice these nights, and if you're not free, then, like, you can't really be a part of that group. Dang. And I've never really had um, the availability to be able to do that. Um, so I kind of just, like, lost touch with music for a little bit. Not completely, but for a little while, I just wasn't really doing it as much. And then... When Colton reached out to me and brought up this whole idea for what became Peachy, it really just, like, I was like, okay, this is another opportunity for me to... Sorry, I'm losing my breath with this mask on. Um, (laughs) (laughs) This is another opportunity for me to uh, just keep doing music in some way, and I wasn't sure how it was going to pan out or if we would end up playing shows or if we were just going to... um, you know, do this for fun. Maybe it would work out, maybe it wouldn't, but it ended up working out really well. And I don't know, hopefully that answers your question. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it totally does. Silent, silent, silent. Silent, silent. (laughs) I didn't realize how much talking would, like, bring me out of breath in this mask and in the headphones and just, like, gotta breathe a little bit. You guys want to take a short break for a sec? Yeah, Yeah. sounds good to me. I'm gonna grab a beer. Sweet. Put the, put the Mac on. Put the Mac on. Okay. Turn down that. <laughs> what? <laughs> we got fucking beamed up. Oh, <laughs> Sorry about that. It's good. good Whoa. Oh, it's it's totally fine. The, it sounds weird out here, but uh, once I turn down the levels a little bit. I'm Sorry, I was losing my breath oh, in the yeah, mask. Right. I was like, oh shit, <laughs> I need to like <laughs> chill. Damn, that was like already pretty much, that was probably like 45 minutes. Nice. Okay, well, that's a long we'll wrap call. it up. Yeah. Ooh, Is there anything we should uh, like talk yeah, about? Laundry room? We'll ask laundry room. Well, sure. we'll definitely have to talk about it. We'll have to make sure that we preface the fact that it probably will have already happened since it's happening this thursday sure just so, plug them in at least yeah you know. we'll have to be mm-hmm. like yeah yeah and we'll probably uh uh record the session and then yeah have it, you know you can watch it after post the it somewhere yeah, yeah. because so well the be credentials on performed on the 17th <coughs> and they just uploaded their laundry room set to youtube so i'm hoping we can do the I same thing it. it's cool i'm hoping we can do the same thing when i was watching that all i could really think about was like I want to collab with them um, and do a whole, like, audio tree show. Hell yeah. Like, Laundry Room X Shallot Records. <laughs> and then have, like, some yeah. questions, you know, have some, or, you know, talking points. You know, mm-hmm. Edit it down so it's, like, just the songs. And then if people wanted to go back and listen, like, just to one song from the live set, you know, mm-hmm. you could have that get like another camera yeah all shit like that yeah that'd be really cool yeah but up but up but oh wait you know that <laughs> are you kidding me yeah i know that <laughs> the fucking dinosaurs yeah that's an interesting yeah. topic of conversation though it's just yeah. colton and brayden's meme knowledge is oh. insane <laughs> yes. literally they 
just blow me away with that all the time. <laughs> they always and also the other thing, you guys can just like quote anything SpongeBob oh, yep. on command. Yeah, that I've, impresses me. I love that a lot. Brilliant. And I've <laughs> probably and seen every episode. All like, the like classic one of them ones. Will, like Holy say like a word. Fuck. They'll like breathe <laughs> and then they can like finish the quote together. <laughs> I love it's, it. Yeah, and that's always happening <laughs> at practice and stuff. They're just like finishing each other's sentences. Gage and I were watching a dating show last night on uh, HBO Max, Check I believe, it. or Hulu. It's Netflix. Netflix, and they're during their date. Like he made a SpongeBob quote, and then she made one back, and then he made one back, and then she made one back, and then he made one back, and everybody at like the neighboring table were like staring was... at them and then he just started doing the spongebob <laughs> laugh and then it went really quiet and then they continued on with their date and it's it was great. like uh, it was like a date roulette kind of deal you know yeah you oh my gosh like going so and yeah. they were all at the same table our poor boy michael was not vibing with any <laughs> no. of them <laughs> we, were, we were rooting for you michael how dare you <laughs> okay. oh my gosh we love spongebob references <laughs> it's not a boulder it's a rock. It's a rock. My voice went out when I tried to say it. It's a rock. Okay, let's get back into okay. it. Okay. Yeah, Aside from the SpongeBob references. <laughs> so, we mentioned the laundry room earlier. Yes. And you guys have a live stream coming up. You yes, we do. Tell us about it. Well, it probably will. Well, it will have already happened when this is released, I'm assuming, depending on when you release this. Probably next week. Yeah, so it, it will have already happened. The live stream is this Thursday, which um, in our time is October 1st, is this Thursday. And um, nice. yeah, we've been uh, practicing the last few weeks, getting ready for that. Um, awesome. And we went over there last Thursday to practice in the space and get all of our levels figured out and just kind of get a feel for everything. How do you guys like the space? It is so cool right those lights are so killer (laughs) yeah it's really i don't know i was shocked when i first went over there i went over there initially with colton a few weeks ago just to check out the space and talk to them about um when we were doing the show what how it was gonna work like just logistics everything and like when you walk down there it's just it's kind of shocking like how i mean there's the built-in stage first of all which is just super cool in itself Mm -hmm. and then also the built-in sound booth as and just like a couple couches and it's just so cozy Mm -hmm. in a weird way but also like i could totally see it being used for house shows too Mm -hmm. when um i've heard covid is over but I think it's really smart of Jacob and um, Logan and Logan and everybody else uh, that lives over there to use it for this live stream opportunity. Yeah. Because not only is it giving them like kind of a foot in the door for the future when they can play house shows, but also like it's really unique. I haven't seen anything exactly like this. Like mm-hmm. they have a whole page dedicated to these live streams they're doing really cool graphics like getting cool photos like we took these really cool photos for um the show next week we've only released a couple but we have a ton uh just like in a backlog that we're gonna release so much potential for that place they're gonna Mm -hmm. do awesome things and like they took the really cool uh video of the credentials uh as a teaser we also did a video but just of like our practice because logan was out of town so he couldn't come film a video like they did for the credentials Mm -hmm. but we filmed just like a video of our practice that we released and um 
yeah i just think it's really cool how they're like being so on the forefront about like promoting this like mm -hmm. getting cool graphics made taking cool pictures and videos like really pushing it out there like hey this is happening this is something you should watch and i don't yeah. know the credentials one seemed pretty successful from yeah. my, like it was a from lot my opinion yeah where can we watch it once it gets released well um it's gonna be the live stream on Thursday is happening on the Laundry Room Live Instagram, which I believe is at just laundryroom.live. Yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think it's yeah, at the laundry room dot live, mm -hmm. I think. But um afterwards we're hoping well the credentials just released their live on YouTube just a few days ago. Mm -hmm. And the That's plan is hopefully to, to do that. I mean I think that would be the best option, or yeah. at least get it released somewhere. If we yeah. can put it on Instagram or pop it on everything, put you it can. on YouTube. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say IGTV is pretty like you can upload things that are pre-recorded, yeah. so that's always yeah. a good thing. So something like that for sure. How'd you guys get associated with this to begin with? I mean, you're like one of the first bands to be on this. We... Well, Jacob reached out to yeah. me initially, just me, and was because I know Jacob through um, his old band Shiitake Sunday. Yeah, oh, he was yeah. playing bass for Shiitake Sunday for a while when they were playing shows, and I met him when we started Peachy because him and the guys from Shiitake Sunday had been to some of our shows, and they had just like introduced themselves to me. I don't remember specifically when we met, but it was sometime last fall, early or early in the year. And so we just kind of knew each other. He knew Peachy and we um, were really supportive of each other's bands at the time. Hell yeah. And um, he reached out to me, I want to say like a month ago, maybe a little less than a month ago and was like, hey, I'm starting this new live stream space i don't even think he had the page out for it yet or he had just made it and he was like i'm starting this new space and i really want peachy to be one of the first bands to play um i just wanted to like let you know and he was like i'm gonna get you more details soon and we kept in touch and then ended up setting up a date and yeah it just we just kept talking about it but he initially reached out to me as we kind of had that um we had corresponded before but nice. we hadn't talked in a while and so it was nice i was very i was very honored to be have that opportunity you, know, I don't know. you guys deserve to be there oh, thank yeah. you and when <laughs> pt started playing shows you guys kind of took the scene by storm in oh, my yeah. opinion really? you guys oh, yeah. were <laughs> in there immediately mm -hmm. everybody yeah. everybody was psyched to see y'all hell yeah it, it was i don't know it it kind of <laughs> took me by surprise but i also like i think one thing that really got people's attention was what we were talking about earlier with like our aesthetic if you want to say mm -hmm. that like mm -hmm. the way we promoted ourselves from the beginning we really like sold ourselves on well first we got photos taken of just me and colton and brayden when yeah. it was just the three of us Y'all are a good had... looking group the flowers <laughs> yes. oh, yeah. that was so good were those we... real flowers it, even... no. no they were fake what they looked very nice yeah yeah, yeah you could pick the colors we wanted yeah <laughs> oh yeah but before um before we even had a drummer officially is when we took those pictures mm -hmm. and we just wanted to like kind of get our foot in the door i don't even think we had a show scheduled yet oh, not at all um, kind of just hit the ground running when we and... Yeah, when we first took those pictures, we were just like, we want to kind of get our name out there. And then um, as we get closer to feeling like we can play a show, then we'll schedule a show. But 
maybe we can get a little bit of a following before then so people mm-hmm. will like come to our show you know yeah um and so we i reached out to my friend um knox downing yeah and yeah lovely, you know lovely. Yes, yeah i love them he took uh photos of just me like a year before that and that's how i met him mm-hmm. he took some portraits of me just for fun um i had reached out to him like when i first started college because i wanted some pictures for like my professional yeah, uh, accounts like linkedin and stuff and so he took some pictures of me we kept in touch and i reached out to him and i was like hey i'm looking to get some photos taken of my band and we ended up meeting up with him shortly after that and took some pictures at this random wall over mm-hmm. by the bay but it wasn't the bay it was just this random wall of like this abandoned building or something i don't even know what building it was but it was over on y street yeah on yeah. Y. and um yeah we released those photos and started getting uh kind of a ridiculous amount of followers for our uh no music being released <laughs> and no shows and nothing people were just like eating that shit up yeah. you guys <laughs> don't know getting on the live stream you're getting out there oh yeah, yeah. you Besides know it really goes to Sorry, what were you saying about? I was just going to say, besides the live stream, do you guys have anything else planned? Or is this the first step into sort of getting the ball rolling again? It's kind of the first step, but yeah. really don't have too high of hopes, you know, with COVID and everything. Yeah, Back we in can... March, we were booked out pretty heavily through April, May, looking at stuff in June. Yeah. yeah. And so this is, this is nice to get back in the swing of it, but, yeah. you know, I'm not expecting much until the new year before sure yeah the music scene can really open mm-hmm. back up we'll mm-hmm. keep doing what we can yeah, yeah so it's nice to have this live stream opportunity and you know it, it seems at this point live streams are really the way to go and maybe the oh, yeah. only way to yeah. go yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah so you know it's fair. you guys' early success really goes to show the power behind branding you know having that sort of idea of an aesthetic and a brand in quotes in mind before you've even started is really key and selling yourself as a because music is basically like a product you know Mm -hmm. it's all about having consistency with that product yeah for sure i mean uh we weren't really like i don't even know how we got the like where the idea first came from to uh start that aesthetic i don't know if it was like our initial plan like for sure but when we started when we first got those photos taken and we were like oh my gosh these are so cool and this is going to be a really good way to get ourselves out there and i i kind of took over the the social media on the posting side i still am the one that pretty much posts everything um on our instagram but um i kind of just like we started with the theme then we continued with that theme and i kind of developed it over time and i still i still try to stick to a general theme it's not perfect by any means but i think it's definitely i mean it it has definitely had an impact on our following i think yeah. we still i mean our facebook is fairly <laughs> inactive to be honest we haven't really kept up with our facebook but we i get notifications every single day from people viewing our facebook like I mean, it's not high numbers, but there's it's, still people viewing weird, our Facebook, yeah. like, every single day. 
and that's interesting and i think that has a lot to do like you said with the branding yeah even just like the little idea behind it you know it's often missed by a lot of diy bands they'll just be like here's a picture of four guys on a couch <laughs> in our basement yeah, <laughs> yeah it's kind of sad i i see i see uh an extent it like the peachy social media is like an extension of your own personal social media sophie sophia yeah because uh, Sophie, I, that, <laughs> I know that was that Come was terrible. On. How long have I known you now? Like two years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Come on. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I no, I think that I think that's good because yeah. you know you're kind of a you're kind of a figurehead for the band, um, in in a lot of senses, and I and oh, I yeah. feel like that's probably what you guys are going for. Oh yeah. You know, I mean your your personality just reflects leaps and bounds when you're on stage i mean you, you like you can really take it in and it and it resonates through the music as well not just through your vocal performance but just through the attitude of the entire band and so it's it's really it's it's probably a great move that you're taking over social media thank you yeah <laughs> it's fun i like doing it yeah. i i feel like i definitely could improve i think there's always room for improvement and I, I think I, I don't think I've been super good at like being consistent with it. I mean, we lost a lot of uh, I lost a lot of uh, I don't know momentum to keep the post going when we didn't really have anything going on during COVID, and there was a couple months where we just didn't really post at all, which is fine. But um, yeah, I'm I want to try to keep up with it, even though we're not doing a lot of like things to the public. I that's something I want to keep up with. I think that. Um, social media really gives us the power to keep our following going and keep the conversation going with uh, fans, whatever, <laughs> and uh, people that like our music and our friends. And um, yeah, it's really fun. I like doing it. And just like editing a cool picture of us to post or yeah. just like posting something on our story of us being silly at practice or oh, something. Yeah. I do like <laughs> I do that all the time. I'm always getting embarrassing videos of gold and doing something funny and then posting it for everyone to see on our instagram that's like one of my favorite things to do feels like All that's kind of what everybody expects right now yeah out of, out of musicians you know if you can't see them in person you might as well see them you know in person being themselves via social media that's yeah. Kind of yeah. Fun. um so obviously you guys don't have any releases because you haven't recorded mm -hmm. um yeah. but do you have any plans of recording with anybody or would or is there anybody who you'd, who you'd like to record with Yes, it would be really cool to jump into like one of the big local studios in town, like Coyote Face or like. Oh yeah, man! Fantastic. Um, yeah, super cool. But of course, you know, money is a big thing that comes into the conversation of recording. Oh yeah. And I have a friend. His name's Noah Ghost that we've been. Oh yeah. Thinking about going and recording with, but then again, this whole COVID talk comes into place. It's like, oh yeah, you ready for us to show up five strong at your at your place and yeah. hammer out yeah. some songs. So hopefully in the near future we'll look at recording and getting that stuff figured out. Um, I'm sure you guys have enough material at this point. Yeah. It would, yeah. It's one of those things too. It's like, yeah, let's go in and record these songs that we've had written for the past year. But then there's another part of me who's like, well, we you know have all these new ideas that might be you know good recordable yeah. songs. Yeah. Maybe we could work these out next. And it seems to kind of this paradox of choices like, what is the best song to go in and start recording with on our limited funds? And sure. All that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Would you guys want to do an EP first, or you want to go for a full album? That's um, actually something we've been talking about yeah. a little bit recently. We 
we've debated the idea of doing like sort of just like a two song a b side release um of a couple of our old favorites uh two songs that kind of go right into each other uh line and then love no snake those are <laughs> those are the two songs that we usually start with in our set and we've talked about doing a release of like an a and b side of those two songs together um That'd be cool. but at the same time We've also talked about just like releasing a single to start just one song. And we've talked about a few different songs that could work for that. We've really been going back and forth with it. We can't make a decision, <laughs> <laughs> but there's yeah. a lot of options. And we've talked about an EP too. That was like our original idea was, okay, let's work towards an EP. And that's kind of been our goal. But now that we're at the point where we have enough songs for an EP, we're like, okay, well maybe we should, maybe we could, branch out do something a little different but and we're also not dead set on the songs that we do have being cohesive for an ep quite yet and so yeah. that's another thing that we've been talking about a lot we're just trying to decide what the best option is because we have a lot of options and a lot of good options and a lot of music that mm, it takes a lot from a lot of different yeah genres of music that you know mm -hmm. might not make the most yeah. Has the, sense. has the writing changed at all post uh, the sadness hitting? Yes. Yeah. Um, it's been really interesting because when we first started out, we kind of hit the ground running and started taking opportunities that we weren't even ready for. It was like, oh, okay, we got a gig. Well, now we need a drummer and we need a guitarist. And we need to like, <laughs> yeah, actually yeah. figure out the set list. I'm pretty sure when we accepted our first gig, we didn't have even close to all of our ducks in a row. Yeah. So and shows we like, have been... Yeah, we just had to a, yeah, really oh. rush into it after <laughs> that. And so having these shows to play has been a very primary motivator. And now that there are no shows, it's been kind of... It's definitely been a slump. Yeah. Um, so been sitting on a lot of diverse ideas. And now that things are kind of picking up with this live stream and seeing all Seth and Kayla again and doing these practices it's like okay maybe we can get back into the swing of things so yes writing has changed writing style maybe a bit but i couldn't really tell you because a lot of these songs just aren't finished <laughs> yeah we've got a lot of just like partially written songs right yeah. now that we're trying to work through and that's been a bit of a challenge especially since we haven't um we hadn't practice for a little, yeah. little while and so we kind of left some things for a while that we're picking up again and that's been hard but it's also been really fun and it's exciting to uh just open up the avenue for more uh more and more ideas because one thing that i've realized throughout this whole process is that i i don't feel much pressure to like stick to a genre because we're still kind of defining ourselves and that's been what's really fun about this whole thing especially since we don't have any music released yet we're still um, kind of figuring out what Peachy really is, I mm -hmm. think. And um, I think we still have a little ways to go with that, but it's been really fun so far. And I think we have a lot of good material to bring forward. I think we still have things to improve on, and I think that we still have a lot of potential to get stronger and um, more uh, comfortable with what we're doing and our overall sound and kind of define our sound. But... I like what we have right now and what we have going on, and it's exciting. I don't know. We're well, excited to see where it goes. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm curious what, what your goals were going into this year had not, uh, had oh. things not <laughs> happened uh, the way they turned out. Wow, that's right. a big question. Well, we, we had been, a lot. <laughs> yeah, we had just like, so many gigs that were lining up. We, we were probably like we, at least two or three months in advance. Yeah, and we, I mean, we had our first show at Duffy's in like the first week of November of last year was her first show and wild you guys got a great venue for your first one a great turnout <laughs> too you. man yeah. yeah it was that was like it's actually really funny how we got that one too that was really it's funny through a, a old high school teacher of ours who plays yeah. in bands whoa crazy yeah, yeah. you know Nir- nirvana yeah played there when before they were oh my nirvana. gosh nirvana yeah. on their bletch tour <laughs> for never mind <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, back to the question. Going into the new year, we yeah, we were looking at you know keeping up weekly practices and writing these songs. We're probably gonna tackle actually recording. Yeah, we had talked about recording over the summer. Like that was our mm-hmm. big goal was getting ready like, to record in the summer and then release something by like August, September yeah. around this time now. Yeah, Dang. and then March happened and COVID hit and everything. All of our shows got canceled. Everything got shut down and we kind of halted everything that we were doing for the time being we had a couple well we did a live stream in april at just in seth's uh basement through uh through the bay and that was the last thing we like really did uh for the public and then after that we kind of stopped practices completely for a while we were all kind of nervous about everything going on still are of course but um we're being as careful as we can, and I I feel confident in that. But um, yeah, everything just got kind of halted for a while. But we had a lot of plans. We had a lot of shows booked out. We were playing shows about every other weekend uh, from November to uh, end of February ish. Yeah. <laughs> I think our last, our last show was, was the twenty eighth of February. Yeah, twenty eighth of February at the Bay was our last live show. Um, I swear to God, I saw your posters more everywhere <laughs> your your show posters than any other band on lincoln i swear to god yeah we had, great. we had a lot of stuff going around for a while it was really cool to be like walking around and just be like hey that's oh, yeah, that's me <laughs> like yeah. i remember up there. one time we were at g and g and we were at g and g and we were walking through the back door with the like black light hallway yeah. and our our poster for the Christmas Vacation Festival at the Bourbon was oh, up shit, yeah. in there, and we were like, oh my gosh, and I have a picture of Colton like, smiling next to it on my phone, <laughs> because that was such like a, a small but big moment for us. We were like, this is cool shit, that was to such just a, like see our poster somewhere. That show was such a fun time. Salt that Creek was really fun. Good, that was such that an together. honor, too, yeah, yeah, for Nathan to reach out to us. Nathan, mm-hmm. Nathan Richardson, uh, such a nice guy but he he reached out to us and invited us on that show pretty early on in the planning process and we ended up you know opening the festival on the big stage of the bourbon which was like top tier (laughs) moment for me i don't know that was really really cool and that was a tight show too yeah that was so fun that whole night was super fun i loved how they would go from the big stage and then to the rye room and then back to the big stage just so people could you know could have a place to just hang out but also watch music if they want to and like mm-hmm. uh, they had a pretty good turnout as well and it was really fun that was like one of my favorite memories from this whole thing so far i would say you know where i'd love to see you guys play 
in the basement of the DN. <laughs> I bring this up literally every <laughs> single time. But no, it's seriously, no, seriously, that would be so yeah. fun. That'd be tight. Mm-hmm. Hit up uh, Chark Mampion. <laughs> <laughs> get on it. Yeah, I'll I'll have to I'll have to look into that. I mean, are they doing anything like that right now? No, but um, but they're doing their own podcast. Which oh, is kind of cool. No way. Yeah, they're. D- I. I care. It's a DN Culture Committee. I think that's what yeah, they're calling it. Okay. Um, but they just have on local musicians. They had on Mannix, I believe. Nice. Um, and different other influential uh, people from the scene, but, um, yeah. Very cool. I'm sure they'd love to talk to you too. Yeah. Get double the podcast exposure. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds pretty yeah, fun. I'll sit. have to. <laughs> yeah. Have to look into that. Yeah. I'll have to talk to. Shark Mampion. Shark Mampion. I saw him guy. on his bike the other day. Yeah. Mark, Same. you probably don't know this, but I saw you on your bike the other day. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't see me, but it's Also, okay. Haley, you're you're probably not listening to this, but I also saw you on your bike the other day. <laughs> oh shit. All right. Well, you know what I like to do when I ride my bike? Listen to my iPod. So, what is running through y'all's iPod Nano at the moment? What you listening uh. to? Oh man. <laughs> That's a great question. I have been kind of lazy lately about listening to music. <laughs> I listen to the same five songs every day. I, Don't worry about it. I kinda, <laughs> I've really been on a King Gizzard kick lately, which is nothing new, but it's Lovely. just been my it's just been my summer my summer mood. I especially since I got my own car, I've just been blasting King Gizzard on my car rides with the windows down like every single day on my way to school. Which oh, yes. one? Which oh, album? Ah, fair but enough. <laughs> specifically. Specifically. <laughs> that's not what I said. O- oceanically. Continue. I said <laughs> I said I would probably. Well, I. I in the car specifically, probably. I'm in your mind, Fuzz, or Nonagon Infinity is really good in the car. Good driving. Or. Shit. I don't know. It depends on the day or the time mm-hmm. or the mood. Mm-hmm. It's been I just really like fishing for fishies, oh, but yeah. of course. you know, um, <laughs> or even, or even like uh, what is it called? The other one from 2019, the metal one. Oh, uh, Rust Dust. Yeah, Orchid Fogger, Orchid Fogger. Yeah, that one. Orchid it's that been one's it. really fun sometimes because people look at me when I do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I like that feeling. Have you listened to the new uh, singles? Yes, I have. What do you what, what do you think of Straws in the Wind? I I liked it. Okay. I've only listened to it a couple times actually. It takes some listening. I've yes. I've learned I, me and Hunter talked about this and he we were like I've learned to like it more and more as yeah. I listen to it. I, yeah. I definitely don't dislike it. I'm just like, okay. I, th- I think I need to listen to it more. That's kind of what Fishing for Fishies was for me at first. I was like, full album. I really liked the singles, and I was really excited for the album. And when the album came out, I was kind of like, uh, I like it, but I'm not like in love with it. But then I listened to it more and more, and it really grew on me. And now it's one of my favorites. Um, so it might be the same kind of thing. I don't really know. It's been an eyes like the sky year for me. This Are you serious? Like really? <laughs> that I've learned that is my favorite King Gizzard album. That's amazing. I mean, yeah. It's so uh, badass. Are okay. you kidding me? When I'm on my way to work and I'm just like, all right, I'm ready to gunsling. <laughs> <laughs> it's no 
not bad by any means. No. But I, I get it. I get it. Thank you. I yes. am a cowboy at heart. No. I, I, <laughs> yeah. Yes. If I had to pick what the early King Gizzard album, it'd be Float Along. Or Fill Your Lungs. Yeah, right? that's or, probably yeah. my least listened to one. Really? Yeah. <sighs> I've listened to it, like, maybe a few times. Anyway, enough Giz talk. Yeah. Colton? Uh, Colton. Hello. <laughs> um, I would also say I've been kind of lazy about looking at new music. Um, our, my car's radio will like go in and out. It's actually kind of mm. weird. So I'll hit a bump and then all of a sudden my radio will be working again. So <laughs> That's so sad. Yeah. keeps giving, right? Yep. So right now I'm on about where my radio is working. So I've returned to a lot of my like classic rock stations. Sure. And I'll- The like, keg! Yep. <laughs> <laughs> So I'll just play roulette on a lot of these classic rock stations. And so I'd say a lot of that. So I've really jumped back in with Pink Floyd. I was just about to say say some Zeppelin, some Floyd. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I've been playing guitar for the past 12, 13 years. So I've taken my, you know, my pilgrimage through the whole Pink Floyd discography. And then, (laughs) you know, making it again right now, going through a lot of, you know, all their classics. Yeah. So it seems kind of. Do you have a favorite Floyd album? Favorite Floyd album? I'd say "Wish You Were Here." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude. It's a favorite, but there's there's so much, and David Gilmore is one of my favorite guitarists. So seems kind of lame to say, but yeah, I've been listening to a lot of Pink Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> his solos are so they're, they're so hard, but they don't sound like it. Yeah. His. You know? His bending is, is what gets me, man. Yeah, I mean, he just like precise. Just bends the crap out of it right to the highest note it can possibly be bended, <laughs> and it's the exact note he yeah. wants. <laughs> it's crazy. It, yeah. Bent. And it's... <laughs> oh, that's bent as fuck, bro. And going back through this, you know, when I was younger, yeah, all this stuff seemed super crazy and hard to comprehend, especially from like a musical aspect. But after playing guitar so long and then I'm like teaching it, I can kind of conceptualize and see just through hearing mm-hmm. the playing, kind of like what the fingers are doing and all that. And having these kind of revelations like, oh my gosh, he's, he's not putting vibrato on with his fingers like these bends. It's always with the whammy bar after the fact. He's a genius. Oh my gosh. And so I'm having all these like little pearl drops of wisdom kind of yeah. come through it again on another time listening so it's been fun anything local or doesn't even have to be music anything you guys have been really interested in that you'd like to plug um hardly enough they're long gone (coughs) but um i've been returning to the way out (gasps) i was wearing their t-shirt yesterday (laughs) i'm I'm the person to talk to about this on every episode um the song automatic writing yeah always gets me (laughs) and it kind of just blows my mind how they were all so young at the time, and you know I'm mm. friends with all of them. Also, yeah. So they were so yeah. talented. They are so talented. Yeah. <laughs> Cops oh my is my favorite one. Yep. That song. That's a good one. That's great. Nice. This- I I have been listening to a lot. I mean, we were just talking about them earlier because of the laundry room. I've been listening to the credentials album. Hell yeah! Like it's so good all the time. I come back. I was just listening to it on the car ride over here. Like <laughs> they're so bad. I, mm-hmm. I have it on a lot of playlists, like various songs, and yeah. I they just they they really slap. Yeah, they're a good one to plug. <laughs> yeah, I bet it is such a fun time being in a band with Seth. He's such <laughs> a good no, yes. guy. He's such we a... love Seth so much. <laughs> oh my goodness, he's such a like chaotic good. 
Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, we love that. Super fun to have I around. think on me and Gage's first date, actually, like our first real date, like I think we went to a party at the Mets. <laughs> yeah, and he just like walked up to us, and it was just such a oh. good time. That was like the first time I had ever actually had a conversation with him, and I had always been like with everyone, granted, yeah. but I was always so Im- intimidated by musicians. I was like, they probably don't want to talk to this like. Little old me. (laughs) But it it was such a good time. He's so fun. I feel like all of you guys in your group are just so personable and like together. Just super group. I absolutely love it. He's very, very genuine. He is also the best partner to have in beer pong. He and (laughs) I slayed me. I was so upset. (laughs) We were taking names. And you that, weren't freaking that is funny. playing around. <laughs> His colloquialisms are really funny, too. Like, he, he called people fools many times <laughs> on the so podcast. <laughs> I was like, I've never heard somebody say that. The amount of fist bumps that boy gets. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wish you could. fist bumped like five times. Yeah. I wish we could have shown that. I know. We're yeah. doing a video. <laughs> psh- noise every time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> fist bumps. It's like I a love seismic that. shock. Yeah, yeah he's a great guy. I mean, he went to Southeast too, actually, mm-hmm. and yeah. I met Seth a long time ago. I like back in high school. I used to, um, when I first got intro- uh, introduced to the DIY scene in Lincoln, uh, was when the Commons was still around. R.I.P. R.I.P. Was my first Truly venue words here. Out of my mouth. Nobody that, ever came. That was like the first place I went to shows at really mm. i saw a lot of bands there i mean i saw histrionic there i saw your old band colton three amigos yeah, i forgot yes. about three amigos oh. yes. oh my god that's a topic of conversation as well <laughs> but anyways uh yeah seth and i go back a few years and wait he's just always been the nicest the nicest person what's a amigo uh, a Samigo? <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Exit. Secret. It's my cue to go. See you later. Well, yeah, on that note, um, it's been like an hour, so um, I guess it's anything you guys want to plug? Be on Wash the watch hands. for yeah. yeah, watch your, your mask goes Wear over your mask. nose. Your mask um, goes over your nose. And yeah, I mean, our live stream will have already happened when this is out. But look definitely, it up. definitely look it up. Hopefully, it's posted somewhere by now. If it's not, hopefully, it will be soon. At the laundry room dot live. Follow yes. all yes. at the laundry room dot live. They Instagram. are awesome. Yeah. Tune into our Ooh. stream and um, follow all of their follow aesthetic. Us on Instagram. Uh, I think we're almost at four hundred followers, which is weird. Damn. We've been like gaining followers really randomly recently. I mean, maybe it's because we started posting about our stream but we're starting to gain more followers again which kind of stopped for a while but follow us on instagram if you want to keep up with what we're doing i'm i'm gonna try to stay consistent with our posting even though we're not um doing anything really publicly but um yeah we have new stuff in the works we're um slowly but surely working on stuff through our crazy schedules with school um because we're all students except uh seth but um yeah, yeah it's... when this all opens up again, we'll be right there. Yeah, we're so yeah. excited. We're going to be ready, and it's really exciting. We're so, so excited to yeah. see where things go and follow them on social media to be soothed by aesthetic pinks. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, thanks. All right. Thanks for listening, y'all. Thanks. Good Thank having you. Guys. This is fun.